Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Hello. Yay, we can hear you. Fabulous. Even if you've had a weird time getting on the show, I <laughs> I will investigate all of that and we will we'll get it fixed. So welcome. Thank so you. So everybody, we get to have Kristen with us today. And um, Kristen is having an interesting journey, wouldn't you say? I would say so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So where do you want to start on your story, Kristen? We're laughing because Kristen is having an interesting journey. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Since you and I started talking about this, my kettle has been, like, clicking like crazy. I'm like, you guys, like, chill. Anytime I've had we talk, weird... it starts clicking. <laughs> well, we probably know why. <laughs> yeah. And we will get to that later. <laughs> oh, it totally entertains me. I've had, like, strange crashes and banging since we talked yesterday about the show. My uh, laundry basket was not even on the edge of my bed, and I was doing some stuff yesterday, and it fell off. And Alex's cat was laying there, and he's like, I did not do it, which he couldn't have because it was full of laundry. It was so funny. 
like, hey, people. That's, that is funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some days, some days they're yeah. just busier than others, right? Oh, for sure. Okay, so let's just jump in and talk about what happened to you. So Kristen does have a coaching program, and you yeah. are all trained, and you have your certificate and all of that, right? Yeah. I did my schooling through Erickson International, and I finished that last September. So, yeah. Nice. And so you were pursuing that, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then you and I met... In January of this year. Yes. 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 And we had, like, got a... Weirder. <laughs> yeah, we had a crazy loss in our family, like sudden, and it was just super emotional, I remember. And then, because I don't know what it is with the girls on that side, but they don't like people going to their houses, or my mother-in-law doesn't. So, And it's easier just to meet at my house because I live right in town. So everyone met here with you, and that was the first yes. time that you and I had met. Yes. I walked into Kristen's house, and I'm like, hey, I feel like I've been here before. But I didn't say that because we were having conversations about some sad stuff and it was, you know, we had things to talk about because I did the service. Yes, you did. And during the conversations, though, things got interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I remember, like, talking about, like, because Granny had loved, like, aliens and you were like, oh, yeah, we just, like, that was, I think how we broke into the conversation about um, like psyche, how you can feel energy and all that type of stuff. And I remember you telling me like, breathe deep, breathe deep. Yes. (laughs) Very overwhelming. (laughs) It was. And it was, interesting because once our kind of all the ice was broken when we were talking it was just like the energy of the room lifted even though we were talking about heavy stuff and it was sad and we were planning a memorial service there was just this energy that was created and I'm pretty sure it was granny just yay you guys are all talking and it was really interesting yeah, the energy in the room definitely shifted. It went from, like, we don't know you to, like, being completely comfortable. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense because you could feel it. You could feel the energy shift. So <laughs> It's like, yay, that's interesting. So then we all started talking about energies, and that's how this whole thing started with you and I, isn't it, Kristen? Yes, it is. Yeah. I just remember it was so overwhelming. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) I'm struggling so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there there was a lot. And Kristen feels a lot of energy, and she didn't didn't know how to process. Was that a fair statement? Oh, for sure. Like 100% for sure. So we started off giving you tools just to handle it. Yeah, and you were like, breath meditations. Kristen, calm. And I remember just like breathing like constantly through that whole journey, pretty much just at the beginning. That's like all I did. Yes. 
<laughs> Kristen's energy was also in a hurry. You wanted to know everything all at once, and then it would panic you. And that's a lot of the time how I get my information. It's not like a tidbit here. Like when I get information, it's like whoosh. Like it comes in big. <laughs> I call them like tidal waves, and I'm like, whoa, guys, like chill. <laughs> yes, that's exactly the energy. And we have, and you. So do you find that you have to just calm yourself down, and say, and then calm the energies down to say, hey, I need this piece by piece. Yeah, I'm just like, whoa, guys. I always go like, whoa, bear. We need to like, <laughs> ease into this. And then what do you do? Um, for me, my processing, for me to process, I like journal a lot. I write everything, and then I'll have to usually revisit it because that's just how I process. I really, like, I write it, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, as I read it. And so are you, so you feel the tidal wave of energy, and then do you start writing it all down? Yeah, I just kind of um, just kind of write whatever comes to me, and then I while you're in it, sometimes right? yeah, while I'm in it because okay. sometimes I, a lot of the times when I'm in it, I if I don't, I forget, or I'll remember just tiny yep. pieces, and I'm like that piece does not make sense because one piece often doesn't make sense without the rest of the pieces. Fair enough. Yes. And so when you're in it and you're getting this tidal wave of information and you're writing, are you, what is your awareness of what you're writing? Are you just writing and then you go back and read it later? Or are you conscious of what you're writing? Like are you noticing things like spelling mistakes and grammar mistakes, or are you just writing as fast as you can to keep up with the energy? I just, I just write, like, as it comes to me. I just write, 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 and then I'll, I'll have to look back, and then when I look back, I'm like, what is that word? Because it's not, like, fully written or it's yeah. very sloppily written, so I'm like, oh, this, it's, like, it's like another puzzle to decipher what I wrote. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so the energy puts you in this zone, and yes. you write it all down. That's so interesting. That's a cool way to process it. And then when you go back and you go, huh, what does that mean? So do you, can you go back and read it and kind of put yourself back into that zone and get more clarity or how does that part work? Yeah, I would say like when I go back into it, it's like when I read it, it's like, um, like for me, I see things like I, it's, I like to refer to it as a movie theater in my head. Okay. So when I'm in the zone, I'll like look up and then it's like watching a movie theater and I'm like, okay. And then oftentimes they'll, uh, it's like they highlight certain pieces that, that they want the attention put to, whether it's a person in the movie. or, an, yeah, or an object okay. or maybe it's multiple things. Cool. So like if I go back and read, then it'll it'll like have a flashback of whatever image I, I like had. And then it's like, okay. And then because hey. I'm still like, I feel I'm still quite new to this. It's often like, okay, so what does this represent to me? And then it's like, I have to figure that out when I don't understand the sign or what has come to me. So you're very, very clairvoyant. Yes. Yes. 
feels like a movie, that's a big, huge sign of clairvoyance. And then you write it all down, and it gets to put you back in the zone. I'm fascinated by your process because everybody I talk to has, you know, different processes. And the more we can learn about how we process the information, the more information we can get. Yes. So since and then as I, my thought process is, sorry, as my thought process is to figure out the sign, like that's a whole other like thought process for me. Like I'll be like, okay, um, like for the longest time, like horses, like manes, like waving in the air. I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means, you guys. But like for me, I know that's freedom now. And I like, I journal all this so I can keep track. And then I always feel right. like because I have kids, it's always good. So they have references. They might not be the same, but they'll be like, oh, you know, you know, mom took her time because I just feel like one of my kids is going to be like this, like be like me. So I'm like, yes. then I can hand these down to them too to make it easier nice. for them. Look at you being all matriarchal already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, I had a question for you. Just a second. I lost it. Okay, so since you started writing everything down and sorting through it, do you feel that you're getting more information? I think it will come, like, in spurts. Like I say, I'll, like, go through a time, like, where I don't get anything, and then it's, like, a huge amount, and I'm like, whoa, all right. Okay. (laughs) And then it's, like, (laughs) sorting through that which often will take time in the time where I don't get that tidal wave to, to get through and process all of that. Okay. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. It does. Is it getting easier as you practice it to figure out what the information means? I, I think so. Sometimes I mean, I know like this is a, still new, a, they'll, but... Yeah. I think it's getting easier, but the odd time they like to throw in a kicker, and I'm like, what? What? (laughs) Yes. It's like this big mystery puzzle pieces, isn't it? It is. I'm like, I don't understand how this fits to, like, the theme or whatever is coming to me, but I'm like, I'll write it down, (laughs) and we'll revisit it. So clairvoyance is one of your big ones, but you also have clairsentience where you feel things. Yes. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Even like coming into your radio show, I like sat down. I'm like, whew, this is a big energy. And I'm like, all right, I need to grab like my, like a redstone for grounding. I'm like, oh, here's one. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And so feeling everything, one thing that Kristen has to work on is taking on everybody else's energy, right, my dear? Oh, yes. We talk about this often. I'm an energy sponge. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so you often have to check in with yourself what is yours and what is not yours, correct? Yes, and I would say I probably struggle with that more than the the clairvoyance for me. That's harder for me, like being aware of what's mine and what's not. Well, because you want to help everybody, and so you're just taking on their stuff, and, uh, well, 
not working out so well, is it? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. No. So what are some of your tools now to help help you figure that out? Um, I just recently started, like, in the morning, before I get up, before I do anything, before I even leave my room, I'll just sit up and just kind of, I guess, go into a meditative state. And I envision myself, like, in a tube. I'm a visual person, so vision, like, meditation for me is a visual thing. I have to visualize things. That's just how I process. Okay. I'll visualize, like, me in a tube, like, protecting myself and other people from me. (laughs) Because, yeah, it's just how it is. And then I always tell myself I transcend the energy down to Mother Earth and then up into the universe kind of thing. Nice. That's my first thing. And then at the end of the day, I always try to, like, because I I still find at the end of the day I've still got, like, clingers, like little pieces that'll cling. And I, at the end of the day, I kind of do the same thing, but it's kind of like releasing my day from myself so I can sleep. Nice. And since you've been doing this, what changes have you noticed? Um. I'm probably able to stay more grounded through the day. Like yesterday, I didn't do it in the morning because it was kind of a crazy morning. And I'm like, whew, I'm pretty snappy today. And, like, it's crazy how, like, because I have young kids, like, my kids will even react and my dog will even react. So I'm like, all right, guys, mom has to get in check here. (laughs) And then I'll just have to, like, take a deep breath and do, like, a kind of mini version of that. Nice. My kids used to tell me to go play George Strait. Go to your happy place, Mom. You're cranky. <laughs> George Strait. Yep. I'm like, all right. All right. Okay. Where's our list? We did have a conversation to go over things. Okay. So we talked about your tools for self-care. What else? Do you have any other tools that you want to share with everybody that you find have just helped an amazingly amount? Um, You know, we have a bigger house, so we tend to have a lot of big family events. For me, I get really overwhelmed, and it's really, for me, that's really hard to keep in check. Like, last Easter, we had everyone over, and, like, I had people bugging me, and I'm like, no, like, leave me alone. So, like, I'll keep myself, like, Uh, busy like doing dishes or something like I have to keep myself busy so I can like disengage from the group if does that make sense yeah so people bugging you like in person people or spirit people or all of them well let's talk about that (laughs) it is weird because like if I have like a spirit bugging me their person will tend to gravitate towards me I found and I'm like, you know what? This is not a good time for this right now, guys. Like, <laughs> Okay, so you'll have a spirit bugging you, and the person they're connected to will gravitate towards you? Yeah, like like at Easter, cool. like the person would, this person like here in the physical world would be like, hey, do you need help with doing dishes? I'm like, you know what? No, you go enjoy yourself. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just cleaning. You go away, spirits do too. (laughs) So you found that you have to have big boundaries with the spirits that show up, yes? For sure. And I think since I've stepped into mediumship, like I remember telling you, it's like there's a lineup of, you know, people on the other side. It's like they just want to 
pretty much talks to their loved ones here, whomever they yes. want to talk to here. And they tend to be in my house probably more often now, okay. which is fine for me. You know, my husband is not probably so much uh, okay <laughs> with it because he gets pretty freaked out, but it is what it is. So let's just talk about that. So Kristen's mediumship is extraordinary. So we're going to share our little funny, yeah, it is funny story. Yeah. So Kristen and I um, had met and worked together on stuff, but we didn't know each other in a very personal level. No, I knew her because of the circumstances we met doing the memorial service and stuff, but she didn't know much about me and my family dynamics because we just didn't talk about it. That's just not what we were working on, right? So then in April, so we met in January in April, and we were, um, I was helping Kristen figure out her gifts and talents, And I figured mediumship was a big one, but then, but then, in April. (laughs) I remember my my stove kept going off. Like, physically, it was boiling, like, turning on and boiling. And I'm like, Corey, the kettle goes off on its own. Like, it must be shorted out or something. (laughs) And I remember talking to you about this. And you're like, who likes tea? I'm like, nobody in my family likes tea. They're all, like, hardcore coffee drinkers. Okay, so here's my side to that story my husband's mother passed away and funnily enough Kristen and I were talking because she was we were trying to set something up and I was driving in Edmonton from the orthodontist and she was texting me and I have um, a fancy little car that has all the Apple CarPlay and I can text back with her while I'm driving and my husband called at the same time and said his mother was in the hospital and he was going to head down there, but he was trying to make the arrangements with work, and we were trying to figure out, like, the cows and, you know, all the stuff that we have to do on a day-to-day basis. Anyways, she had crossed over that night, and um, Kristen didn't know this. And so um, after, like, it was very stressful because um, we didn't have a good relationship when my husband and I moved away from that area seven hours away, like 14 years ago, they never forgave us. And they treated us, let's just say, not the best since then. There was a lot of disrespect. And we're always polite and courteous, and we tried to have relationships, but we were not treated well at all. And I'm, it's a total understatement when I say it like this because we've already worked through it and got over it. So there wasn't, like, I was not open for her to visit me, and I made that very clear. Like, no, I, I'm not doing it. And I said to myself, but my kettle's going to start going off because that was the energy I felt. And this was before I had talked to Kristen about her kettle. I'm like, my kettle's going to start going off, and I'll know it's Faye because when we were close, that was our thing. We drank a lot of tea together, and she told me her stories of living in Australia because she had an extraordinary life before she ended up in Canada and married to my father-in-law. And she, her life didn't go as well after, let's just say. The life she had before that was truly amazing, and then it was less so. And, you know, 
I can understand her feelings about the way her life went, but taking it out on us for having a life was unfair, and that's just how it is, though. So I was not open, and I said to my husband, I'm not letting her visit because I'm not, I'm, I don't want to. And even though we have these talents and gifts, we get to pick and choose and have boundaries on who visits us and who doesn't. We absolutely are in charge of that. And so I, I, uh, I knew the kettle thing was going to be something, though. And then when Kristen messages me, and I'm, like, trying to see if it's someone for her, and then I started laughing, and I said, um, I need to phone you, because guess who <laughs> yeah. it was? And so we started talking. Kristen was sending me messages, and we were doing it over text, so it wasn't like she was reading my energy to answer. I'm hard to read. When I get readings, yes, you are. <laughs> medium readings, I'm very hard to read because I know how to block and I have trust issues because I know how this works. There's not many people that can read me, and I know this, and I accept this. It's just how it is. And we had never talked about anything personal. And so Kristen starts sending me texts from Faye, stuff Faye was telling her, and it was amazing, beyond amazing. There was so much stuff, so much, and I was impressed. And I'm not normally oh. impressed. <laughs> Faye broke it my kettle, was crazy. Too. She broke it because she was, like, crazy. Yep. She was very pushy. Yes. Like she super pushy stuff to say. And oh yes, she did. So it was interesting because a lot of the things Kristen said, I didn't know were true until like days after when we're, you know, planning the memorial service and doing all that stuff and working together with other family members. There was a lot of things that Faye told Kristen that we didn't even know about yet. Yeah. It was crazy, like even how she crossed over and just some of the stuff that we suspected but we never knew for sure because they don't exactly communicate with us. Um, what was, oh, I know what was a big one. So my husband did rodeo. He was a steer wrestler, but it was not um, supported by his family at all. And, of course, I mean, Kristen and I never talked about that. Why would we? And I've never even met your husband. That. I met him, like, once right. on Canada Day, which was yet. months after. <laughs> you didn't meet him till Canada Day, July 1st. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was one of the big messages, wasn't it, about the rodeoing? Yeah, she's like, let's rodeo, and she's, like, going on about it. And then I remember her saying that Brent says words weird. And I'm like, what do you mean he says them weird? Like, you know, we all kind of have, like, ways we say certain things, but... She's like, no, he, he does. doesn't like me. I'm like, oh, okay. He does. <laughs> so Faith's from Australia. She came over here from Australia. And so she always says, um, instead of depot, depot. And Brent always says that. There's, like, quite a few words that he says just like his mom. It's so funny. Because he he's not even aware of it. And she said something about not supporting his, him rodeoing. Yes. And that was huge. Um, there was so much that Kristen told us that it was really, really shocking and amazing and cool. And weird. Yeah, it was weird. I'm like, 
kettle keeps going off, and then she broke my kettle. <clears throat> Dead. I'm like, she, she broke your kettle. my kettle. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> we ended up having a lot of conversations about boundaries, Kristen and I, and I told her she's allowed to say no. <laughs> she doesn't have to let Faye visit and constantly bug her to give messages to us because just how it is you do not have to there was some interesting things that happened for me too with all of that that Kristen helped me with I got a different understanding of what happens when people cross over because she's still bitter at us she wasn't she has hadn't gone through like the whole process of looking at your life and stuff because she sent me on a wild goose chase about a jacket that Brent was looking for and I thought I found it in our storage room, and it belonged to his brother, who was her absolute favorite. And she chose him all the time over Brent. So then I was even madder. And then I said to Kristen, don't let her bug you anymore. I'm done. We connect differently, though, to people that have crossed over. Where I, Because we had talked about that one time that I was at your place. Like how I connect yes. to them directly. Yes. And I correct. I connect through other people. So Kristen connects directly to the crossed over loved one, but when I'm doing a reading, so if I was reading, if Kristen was sitting in my chair and I was doing a medium reading for her, with someone that was connected to her, I connect through Kristen and then to them. Whereas she just has a straight line. That's what I say to Kristen. She's way better at that than I am. It was like a couple of weeks ago I had this man in my house, like on the other side and he was a big energy and he was like being really pushy and you know sometimes they're more for like they'll listen like the first time you say no like I'm not doing this for you but sometimes you get ones like this gentleman or like say that are super pushy and they're going to be like no you need to deal with this and you just have to be like no I don't you need to leave <laughs> I don't know who you are with I don't get it so vamos like get out of here <laughs> And how does it make you feel when they when they leave? It it's easier, like the house gets lighter kind of thing. I'm like, oh, right. And I so, would like envision them like a peacock, right? Like their chest is like puffed up, like they're trying to intimidate <laughs> me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's so fascinating. It just is. I do have random people stopping by sometimes, and I just ignore them. Because I, will only, do, I only do the readings when I can connect to somebody else first. It's interesting. I, I love how different it is. I love that you have a straight line to it. And I love that you're learning boundaries on saying yes or no. Because you have yeah. had them show up, and you've given messages to family members. Yes? Yes. When it felt like it was appropriate because like you mentioned it's not always appropriate is it no like you can't be at easter because they always cry <laughs> and i'm like oh i can't have like a house full of people crying like that's too much for me <laughs> totally true especially with you and your sponge like energies because you want to help everybody and make it all better yeah but it is it's exciting and it's fun but you have to be aware of the energy so let me ask you this. Do you 
notice a different, let's call it an energy signature with the spirits when you're reading them? Like, will they present differently? Do they feel differently? Like, is there any similarities? Do you know, does that make sense? Yeah, like, I think in their presence, like, for me, like, I was saying, like, Faye was a big energy because she was like, you're talking to my people. Like, they're just, like, demanding. And I'm like, no. And I tend to be, like, I think now I'm more like, no, I don't have to do anything because you tell me to. Like, <laughs> yes. Um, I think, um, yeah. And it's, like, it's like they're more, some people are more, like, they're more domineering because they demand it. And others will just come timidly and be like, excuse me, you know. And I'm like, okay. Thank you, but nice. no. <laughs> okay. That makes sense to me. Because the way they present is also a clue as to who they are, right? Oh, for sure. So that when you're doing a reading for someone. Okay. So let's talk about validation. So when you're doing a reading for someone and you're doing the validation part, how does that go for you? Um, like, I think, like, as, like, a medium, like, you, when I get information, it may not make sense to me, like, some, or it may not make sense to other people, but, like, if you say it, it's like they'll give you tidbits more, and then they'll be like, well, um, like, for example, Brent says weird we're like words weird. I'm like, that does not make sense to me, but I had to tell you to get it validated that, yeah, yes. like that is a for real thing. And I'm like, okay. So when you're tuning into that, are you getting pictures? Are you, are they talking to you? How is that coming? I am like, it's like a feeling and like through vision. It depends on like what it is I'm getting. Nice. Like, for example, like if I get a flower, like, um, there was like a flower and I'm like, okay, like, but it's not like a paint, like a physical flower. It's like a, like flower on the, like the China or something. Okay. I'll be like, what is with the flower on the like China plate? And like, they're like, well, it's not really the flower on the, chi- like she didn't have China, but she had this or something like that. Okay. Cause so, that's just how I am understanding it. Like how the flower is being displayed to me. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. And so you're getting pictures, you're getting words. All that's happening when you're doing a medium reading? Yes. Nice. So when you figured out that you have this extraordinary talent for mediumship, was it surprising? I think on how easy it was for me was surprising. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it was. Because you wouldn't really believe it. Like, okay. <laughs> no, it's I wouldn't. People. Have. I've been like, oh, okay. He's like, no, but it's so easy. And I'm like, yes, Kristen, because you have a just this talent for it. It's it's just easy for you because it just is, and it's clear. So Kristen's energy, when she's doing her medium reading, it's crystal clear. You can feel it if you feel energies. It's really interesting. Yeah. So, so it was surprising how easy it was. But was it surprising that you had it? Like, like had you seen spirits before? 
Uh, yes. Oh, for sure. Like when we lived in Atlasol, in our trailer in Atlasol, I used to tell my husband, there's a man in this house and he sits there and he smells weird. I'm like, I think <laughs> it's my grandpa plumber because he used to smoke and whatever. And Corey's like, quit it. Like, there's no man in here. And then I went to, like, someone, and they're like, yeah, there's a man in your house. And my husband, I remember him being like, how do you know that? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> That's true. That I think that was my first time, really. And then, yeah, I had mentioned there was a man in the, like, in our garage window. I told you I keep seeing a man in there, and I always called yeah. him. Uh, I can't remember what I called him. But he came with the house, and he was nice and everything. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, he's cool. He's like a lumberjack. Right. So that part wasn't surprising. But once you had it validated, and, yeah, this is what you have, this is what you can do, did it increase your confidence? Did it make it feel like you weren't crazy? Oh, 100%, yeah. My Isn't family's that not very, like, into, like, they they call it voodoo or, like, right, poppycock. They don't believe in it. Like, well, my mom probably does, but my dad and my brother not so much. Right. And, yeah. So I'm like, I am not crazy. <laughs> oh. Keep chatting. I got to go let Blake out. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Lots of, it's crazy, like. Um, my husband's great grandpa has been here and he actually scared me the one time because I had come around the corner and I thought it was like Corey and he made okay. me like jump because I was like, Oh, cause he looked so much like Corey. I thought it was Corey, but I'm like, Oh, Corey doesn't just disappear like that. And I remember that. I'm like, what is going on? That is so crazy. And then after that too, after I seen him, I was telling like my Tammy, my mother-in-law, and she had showed me a picture. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, he was wearing that shirt when he was at my house. Like, sky blue shirt. I remember that. That is so amazing. I love that. That's so cool. Because there's always these signs that you have this, right? But until you get to talk to somebody and get it all, like, validated that, yes, you do have this skill, it's you're kind of always like, huh, but do I? Especially when it's a natural talent. I remember saying to my mom, um, do you see things like this or do you know things like this? And she's like, Shannon, no, I don't. And most people don't. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> Duly noted. Because when you are like it's a natural talent, you don't know that you don't have it, right? Yeah, and I remember you and I having a conversation when you had come over and you were like, okay, can you do this? And I'm like, yeah. And you are and you were like, well, it's so weird. You're like me. Like, it's not like a process. It's just like, bam, you're there. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. Yes. Remember, you're like, interesting. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it is interesting because I, I don't find people that can connect the way I can connect. Like, I don't mean in the same way, but so naturally and quickly. Like, ooh, yay. <laughs> so did you, how, how was the trusting yourself with this? Did you struggle any with that? Like just believing you know, it was really happening? I, I think like in the beginning, I would say because I had a narrower perception, I'm like, hey, you know what, if it, it wasn't black or white, I'm like, mm, that don't make sense. Mm-mm, I don't get it. 
But as I think my perception has broadened over the, the time, it's like, oh, it actually did make sense. I was just like, I was just being too, too cut and dry with it. Fair enough. I feel like that happens to a lot of us because yeah, we're not like, really okay, You have, you have to look in the gray areas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then sometimes we're surprised. But what we find there, aren't we? Yes, we are. Dun, dun, dun. So what would you say is the best part about being on this journey for yourself and figuring it all out? I think it brings, like, a new awareness to how I perceive other people, if that makes sense. Like, nice, yeah. I think it's very, like, humanly, I would call it, like, to judge people. Mm-hmm. But just being able to, like, be, like just because I feel things, I'm just like, okay, like, you know, they're going through things. It's it's a lot harder to just jump to a judgment. It's better, to, yeah. So do you feel like it's made you more aware of other people? Yes, 100%. So do you find you're more compassionate? Yes, I do. And sometimes that's annoying. I would annoying. say my perception has, like, yeah, it can be. Yeah. My perception is, like, broadened so much from where I was in January to now. Nice. Because it's, it's interesting as a journey, isn't it? It's, it's bumpy, right? Oh, for sure. But it's, would you say it's worth it? I would, for sure. Nice. It's weird because anytime I'm like, you know, I don't know what you guys want me to do with my life. Like, I just don't get it when I'm just getting frustrated. Every mm-hmm. time it comes back to mediumship. Every time. Yes, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. And you're like, Shannon. Because I told her a while ago, uh, Kristen, <laughs> yeah. you have this true of a talent and it's so easy for you. You know that you're going to end up pursuing it, that you're not really going to be given an option. And she didn't want to. Believe me, <laughs> that's not quite right. She resisted a little bit, Kristen did, didn't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. But I think it's a lot to do with just our conditioning because it is so easy for you. You're like, no. I can't be doing this. Like, this isn't even, like, this is easy. What are you talking about? It can't be what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, yes, it is. That part's And easy, I think a lot of people, too, though, like, isn't. a lot of times, too, people will make it like it's a lot of work. And I'm just like, I don't get how this is a lot of work to, like, get into the zone kind of thing. It's just like, I don't get what you're saying. Because <laughs> other people have different processes. And I, you know what I think, too, is that we can put – um, barriers and conditions on our processes just so that we are comfortable with it. Because there's a lot of hidden beliefs that we end up having, like, oh, work has to be hard or work has to be a struggle. But I would agree with that 100%. It? That's it. I know I often have to stop and remind myself that this life that I'm having right here right now with my cows that we all know that I love and my horses, which we all know that I love, and that I don't have to leave my house to go to work except for when I work for adult literacy, that sometimes I forget, like, 
that this is okay. I feel like I'm not doing enough because I like it so much and it doesn't feel like work. And I don't think we ever get past that. I think we just have to keep that as a work in progress to remind ourselves, like, this is okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. So any of you that are looking for a medium reading or contemplating a medium reading, I encourage you to connect with Kristen and even just have a conversation about it if you want. Just to, you know, see if you guys are in alignment and she can read for you. It was amazing. Stunning. Yeah, my mother-in-law, she's a character. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She is. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her and I had never really talked about my talents because, you know, they were mad at me. And so, and I thought it was so funny because she was smart the way she did it because Kristen and I were just, like, we'd known each other only a short time, but we were working together to develop some of her stuff. And it was, I say thank you to Faye because it was a huge gift she gave both of us in doing this. And it was it's also pretty funny. Yeah. And look, look how clear you are. Mediumship is your thing. You can resist it all you want, even though you're not anymore. It's no. your thing. It's your you just thing. can't resist things if it keeps falling on your lap constantly. I believe in synchronicity, and, like, that is something that I'm also very, like, that's my thing also. Like, I just know things all the time, it seems like. You do. So if someone came to you and they were thinking or wondering if they had mediumship abilities and they came to you and you were coaching them, mm-hmm. what would be the first thing you would want them to know? Yes, I'm putting you on the spot, but you can have one. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, I feel like you would, like a person would be very doubtful, and I would just really want you to trust yourself and really work right. on that trust with yourself. Honestly. Nice. And so when with you your get coaching hint, business, dropped on your lap, like really just trust it. <laughs> when you get no choice. So with your coaching yeah. business, what is um what do, how do I want to ask this? When you're working with someone and you're coaching them, what mm-hmm. is the best part about it? You know, um, I appreciate what coaching gave me, but I've also realized that, like, a very, like, I would say it's a very cut and dry kind of coaching was how I was, you know, taught. Mm-hmm. But through doing it over the time, I realized that it it just can't be like that for me. Like, a lot of times, like, if I get an intuitive hit, like, if I get an image or something, I'll share it with you and be like, hey, like, this is what I'm kind of picking up. Do you care to elaborate? Because if I'm picking it up, obviously it's something that needs to be brought to that person's attention. Nice. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So this journey that you've been on with with developing your own skills and talents has changed just the way you see your coaching business and the way you do it, yes? Yes. So now you're doing it with more of the intuitive part along with the logical part, yes? Yes. I love that because that gives you this edge, this bonus skill 
because you are able to connect to the people in a different way and help them. Because this probably happens to you, but I find when I'm working with someone new and we're talking about their life, people don't see themselves. They don't actually know who they are. I would agree with that, yeah. And so when you bring your spidey senses into the equation, you can help them see who they are quicker. Would you agree? Yes. Me too. Go I feel you. Like they open up quicker as well, like because they're like, okay, like that is this is what that is, and then they're kind of intrigued why I know that, and then they'll just kind of keep flowing within the conversation. Nice. So unless they don't believe in that, and then it's like like a clam. It's like. Whoosh. I see a clam when they're not into that. It's like, okay, do not approach in that way. (laughs) Okay, so if you're working with someone and you see the clam, that's your Mm -hmm. sign that they're not open to this part? Well, like, if the clam is, like, open, and then if I start talking to them, and if it's, like, a thought in my head, be like, okay, I'm getting this hit, I'll see, like, a clam, like, like, slam shut. I don't know why. Mine's a little mermaid. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that absolutely. is not their thing. That is so Or if I cool. bring something up and they don't want to talk about it, I'll see, like, a brick wall get built up in front of them, and I'm like, all right, this is just not something that they're willing to talk about right now. Look at your clairvoyance. That is so cool. So you get the clam. Huh. I get the... To me, it feels like like a light switch being shut off. Oh, yeah. I get the energy of it. They, like, shut down when they're just not interested. or they, and, and it's different if they're not interested. The energy is different than if they're just shutting down because they don't want to talk about it. So if it's something that they should talk about or you want to get there eventually – is it what's is there a different symbol you have for that? It's like it's like a brick wall but it's not fully built and it's like they're peeking over. They're like, Yeah, we could talk about it, but this is like okay, I'll talk to you from over here kind of thing. I'm like, Okay. Nice. This just so fascinates me. Cause everybody has their own language of symbolism and once you figure out yours, which I preach all the time you're just going to be so much more self-aware and then you can bring more good things into your life. I would agree with that. Like me, I'm like, I love Disney. So a lot of times, a lot of the images I get Disney and I'm like, okay, what? like, what are you talking cool. about? Cool. Now, and I get, I get ways that stuff. you understand really. Yes. And then you interpret that for whoever you're working with, correct? Yes. Interesting. I love it. Language like China plates, like my grandma had China plates, so that's how I interpreted that, right? It's just, okay. they'll go with stuff you know, really. Nice. Our hour is going by quickly. Okay. It is. I know. So tell me, oh, if someone wants to work with you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Um, you can email me at Kristen Logan at YoloCoaching.ca. Nice. Or 
on my Facebook page. You can message me at Yellow Coaching on Facebook. Give her a like. Call me. (laughs) Yeah, give me a like and a share. And Um, then, or just call me, 780-514-8946. Tell them about your Wisdom Wednesday. See, I stumbled over it. Wisdom (sighs) Wednesday. So the every every the first Wednesday of every month I will draw cards. I usually draw four. I draw really whatever I feel, but it tends to be four. And then I number the cards. They're face down so you can't see them. And then it allows you to pick the card, whatever resonates with you. And then I will Facebook Messenger you what the card meaning is and kind of what I get as an intuitive hit on that card. And then usually a lot of times like if you don't understand it, I will inquire more and I'll even sometimes do a little extra a lot of the time. Nice. Um, I am thinking about doing it every other Wednesday just because it does tend to be a very popular thing. Cool. And so to play that with you, they would like your Facebook page, Yolo Coaching, yes? Yes. And so and everybody that's listening that is not in Canada, you can – Um, I recommend that you send Kristen a message or an email rather than calling because calling might not work Yes, because of your cell phone, right? We ran into this getting her on the radio show this morning. So there might (laughs) be some glitches there, so I recommend you send Kristen a message first until the glitches get worked out. When we practiced yesterday, it was fine. Not today. Or on Monday, it was fine, but not today. So, and I don't want you guys to be disappointed if you're trying to get a hold of her to talk to her or schedule something. So, I recommend that you Facebook message her or email until we get this little calling kink worked out, but we're going to. Yes, we are. Maybe someone was just messing with us. It is very, very possible. (laughs) I don't know. Last week, my radio show didn't work at all. I didn't have any internet until I was way out of my pasture. So weird. Our world is weird. Okay, any last thoughts you want to leave us with, Kristen? Not that I can think of. Okay, well, I'll tell you people, Kristen's amazing at mediumship. Amazing. Like I said, I'm hard to read. And, uh, yeah. And my mother-in-law got through. (laughs) She still can't get through me very well because I'm not ready yet, but she did. Do you remember the one time I was at your house? You're like, do a medium reading. I'm like, what? You're like, just do it. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, this is really hard. You're like, I did that I know. to her. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm so mean. <laughs> but when I put you on this spot, you, you, you did it, but you didn't like it. But look at how no. different the energy was once you figured it out, when it was more your that's not even true like not even more your idea but when you realize that it could happen I don't know how to put that into words but it was very different after that yes it was 100 percent Mm-hmm. after I put you on that one I really had yeah I had to work for it I'm like what cookies what (laughs) I don't know what any of this means (laughs) cookies and sesame street isn't that what came up Yes, yes, there's something like that. I'm like, what? That I'm like, I don't get this so at often all. When people are doing readings for me, 
They're like, I don't understand. What does Bert and Ernie and Cookie Monster have to do with anything? But when I was three, Sesame Street came on. And it was the only thing that would calm me down from seeing things. I didn't know that. My mom had to tell me that later because I used to do very strange things as a child. Very strange things, but that's a conversation for another day. All right. So it is how many minutes left? It says three minutes left. Um, so our world is weird. Yeah. If you're thinking of checking out if you have talents, Pay attention to what you notice, right? Pay attention to what things come up for you. Find someone to talk to. Get a reading, but get a reading from someone you trust. I recommend you stalk Kristen. <laughs> Just like I recommend you stalk me if you want a reading with me. I tell everybody, come listen to my radio show. Now Kristen can use this radio show and her marketing. Mm-hmm. Because you want to make sure that you match an energy, right? I pre-screen everybody before I read for them. And I think they think I'm a little weird sometimes that I want to have a conversation, but I want to make sure I can read for you. And you want to make sure that you like me. Because if someone's reading for you and you don't really like them, I have this conversation with clients all the time. How They got a reading, but they didn't really like the person. So it wouldn't matter how good that reading was. If you don't like them, it's not going to work. Does that make sense? It'll be a very black, white conversation. <laughs> yeah. And they like and well, not in a fun way either. <laughs> the things were okay, you know, but you know, I was more worried she was going to say this, and I'm like, wow, like stalk people before you before you let them have access to your energy. Wouldn't you agree with that, Kristen? Yes, I would. Take care of your energy. Okay, well, that's our show for today, but I feel like Kristen's going to have to come back if I can't figure out how to get her money back from when she had to pay to come on here today. So maybe that just means you're supposed to come for the whole month of October. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for being here, Kristen. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm playing my goodbye music now. Talk to you next time. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com.